0: as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up at what had happened to him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. Thank you, Maggie.
1: So the title of today's sermon is Notice Where You're Led. And for anyone who missed Joe's introduction last week, we're coming back to our vision learning to live the life on our front lines. The place where we spend our time, the place where we engage with the people we live with and we work with every day. And for some, this is gonna be a chance to take stock, to uh, think again and reevaluate where our front lines are. And for some of us, those front lines have changed, haven't they? For others, and there are people here who are new to our church, um, I guess this might be a chance to think about uh, what discipleship means, what it means to follow Jesus, what it means to live out his life in your every day. We at Christ Church are becoming more and more aware that, it's, that church is important, absolutely church is important, but it's when we go out It's when we live our lives on our front lines, that is, in a sense, what used to be called perhaps our mission field. That is where God is using us too. And at the end of chapter 2 in Acts, we here described what the church was like. Excuse me, this is a particularly big Bible, but it's just the version I wanted to read from. I just need to find it. I thought I'd marked it, and I haven't. Oh, here we are. Okay, so we'll be really familiar with this. End of Acts chapter 2. All the believers, oh, and just one thing, just mention, just um, be aware of uh, the word together and how many times that word is mentioned in these short verses all the believers were gathered together and had everything in common. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as they had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. So three times the word together is mentioned. This was a gathered church in many ways. Fellowship was important. And hearing the word of God preached, breaking bread, and especially praying together was essential for those people. The the word devotion is used And that will have meant that there's a lot of double listening going on. John Stott has got this phrase, and I've always remembered it, double listening. So we are listening to God, and we're listening to those around us at the same time. We need to be intentional. We need to pray every day that God will lead us into those opportunities, and that we will recognize them when they come, and we will have the courage to take them we're double listening through our days. And I think there was a lot of this double listening going on in that passage that Maggie read to us. Peter and John were going to the temple to pray. This must be one of the most preached on passages, mustn't it, in the Bible. But I'm taking a particular, I'm looking at it through a particular lens this morning Remember that these people had not ceased meeting together in corporate worship in the temple. Over these last few weeks, it's been really encouraging for me to see Mary Massey and many others, actually, from our Quakers Road community, and they're back in their own church this morning, having had communion, in her 90s. And I've just chatted to her, uh, more probably than I've ever talked to her before, outside over coffee. And I said, It's just great to see you, Mary. And she said, I represent a charity, Open Doors, that champions people who risk their lives to gather together. They risk their own lives, they risk the lives of their families. How could I not be here? And you know, when I'm struggling to get up in the morning, when I have far too much to do, I just think of those words. Gathering is important. So Peter and John were going to the temple to pray. They did it very often. They did it regularly. And every day, the passage tells us, every day that guy is there, he's taken there to beg. But this day was going to be different. This day... There was some double listening happening. As usual, the man asked for money, and here I'm reminded of another passage. You know that Joe talked about last week—the water being changed into wine in that um, in that wedding at Cana. And in a sense, what's happening here is this man is kind of like asking for water; he's asking for money. And what he gets is something he didn't even ask for. He didn't even ask to be healed, and yet that's the wine. This man was completely healed. And it wasn't just any old wine. This, I was watching, um, what is it, that program, the Thin Blue Line? No, not that one, the other one. The uh, Line of Duty. The Line of Duty the other day. You know, we're getting it on catch-up. We've never seen it before. And, uh, and this episode that we're watching, you know, this guy had been beaten up and he was left on the stairs to bleed to death. And, uh, and basically he had to learn to walk again. And you know they just showed that picture of him taking these tiny little steps. You know how people have to when they have been injured so badly that they can't walk. And yet this guy was walking and leaping and praising God in the temple. This was wine. This was amazing. This work was done in the name of Jesus. It was the ordinary made into the extraordinary. Now a book that has been um, recommended for home groups to use and for anybody who wants to read it it's called The One About um, by Mark Green and it's full of stories you know and they are really inspirational stories people in their daily lives how they're kind of living out their faith and sometimes you see the fruit and sometimes you don't. But over these last, these next few weeks, we've gathered together some interviews. Um, they, they're about five minutes long, each of them, of our people in this church, many of you sitting right here now. People who just live their lives in the name of Jesus. They just ask for opportunities where they can just work for him, just see him at work and get under the shower. I think when somebody introduced that series to me a while ago, I was a little bit intimidated. As I go around schools, people know I represent the diocese in church schools, and I was aware that they might just be waiting for me to start talking about Jesus and asking them where they were in their their spiritual journey and all that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm really aware that I have to tread carefully. But... It was at the point where we started to uh, talk about the six M's. And it would be great, Tim, if we could have that slide on the screen now. I think it's Tim there. That's it. Brilliant. Tim, thank you very much. That slide's going on. We'll be familiar with it. Modelling godly character. Making good work. You know, doing a good job ministering grace and love you know being Jesus's hands and feet where we are molding culture did you hear um, Matt talking about the fact that when he went into that office nobody was talking to each other when he first went in people were staring at their screens nobody was talking to each other and he knew actually very simply his first job was to mold culture to try and loosen things up and get people talking to each other really simple A mouthpiece for truth and justice. This can be costly. This can be costly. Actually speaking up when you feel that something is not right. But that's what we're there for. And then it says a messenger of the gospel. And it could be like Matt had that opportunity to share his faith. Sometimes we don't quite get that opportunity. Let's pray that we do. And we need to be ready with the words to use when we get that chance. But sometimes it's going to be one of those other five, actually just living, living up to our values, if you like, our Christian values. Really important. And those stories are amongst us. In his piece, Matt Bryden was simply in the kitchen at work, and someone asked him, What had he done at the weekend? It led to someone finding his way back to God. But sometimes, as he also said, sometimes we don't see the fruit. But our job is just to be there, praying that God will give us the opportunity and being ready and courageous when we get those opportunities. Sometimes Joe has to visit uh, people, wants to visit people, when they are facing unbelievably painful and challenging times in their lives. And I often say to him, if I'm there, before he goes out, what are you going to say? And he says, I don't know. I don't actually know what I'm going to say. But I'm just praying that, that God will give me the words if those are needed. And when he comes back, again, if I'm there... He'll just say, it was really amazing. God did give me the words. I knew it was right to be there, and God gave me the words. But sometimes he'll say, actually, it was just right to be there. I didn't need to say a lot. I needed to listen. I just needed to be there with that person at that time. We sometimes don't know what the challenges are going to be, but our job is to be there. Tom Wright, in his commentary on Acts about this miracle, says, the demonstration of the power of Jesus' name took place not in the temple, but outside the gate. God is on the move. Whereas Luke's gospel began and ended in the temple, what he's telling us now is that the good news of Jesus, though beginning in Jerusalem, is starting to reach out to anyone who needs it. When Matt is in his office, when Angie is with her patients, when Karen is in her school, when Liz is being a pastoral advisor, when Sheila visits Bill in hospital, or looks, at his, looks after him at home, they can be ministers of grace and love. They are doing good work. They are modeling godly character. We're all doing it. God is at work when we are at work. We just need to notice. We need to see where he is raining down and get under the shower. Shall we pray? Lord Jesus, during your time on earth, you were in one place at one time, but now you can be with every one of us all the time, wherever we go. We praise you and we ask that intentionally we notice where you are leading us. Give us courage, give us compassion. And give us your power to change the world one step at a time. Amen.